Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. Listen, don't let the audio quality turn you off. I'm recording in the mod today. I'm on my way to the gym. But I did want to spend some time with you all. Um, I just got, you know, a couple things on my heart, and I want to get it all out before the gym, and I forget. <laughs> you guys know I don't write anything down. You know, we just go off the cuff. So uh, today, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the importance of routines, man. Dude, this is... <laughs> so let me set the stage by saying, if you're a little screwed up like me, you have to be 100% from the free throw line when it comes to your daily disciplines. Like, I can't miss a single a single day. You know, we, we traveled home for uh, the 4th of July back to New York. It's about a 10-hour drive uh, from Maine to western New York. You know, it's normally, you could probably get there in eight, but with a wife and a dog, you know, it takes about 10 hours. So... Uh, you know, we got to New York. And, you know, long story short, man, I just got way off my routines. You know, I've got a very, like, I do the same thing every day. I wake up, um, I get my breakfast together, raw liver, um, and then I have a bowl of uh, 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 Greek yogurt, oats, Ezekiel oats, so regular, you know, oats, then Ezekiel oats, uh, frozen fruit and honey. Uh, and like I said, my raw liver, I have my supplements, uh, and an avocado. So I do, like, and then a glass of milk and some water. I, as I eat, I read the Bible, um, I meditate, I pray, and then I leave for the gym, go to the gym, and then start my day. Like, I literally do the same thing every day. On the way to the gym, you know, I listen to gospel worship music uh, and a sermon. So it takes me about 20 minutes, 25 minutes to get to the gym, uh, Foley's Fitness in Scarborough, Maine. Um, so, you know, half of that time I'm listening to uh, a sermon, you know, usually John MacArthur, uh, and then the other half I'm listening to gospel. So I've got a routine, man, and when I went home, threw me off. And I'll tell you what, man, just one or two days of not being on my routine. Like, I was in such a bad mood by the end of the day on the 4th, which is my favorite holiday, that I didn't even want to go down and watch the fireworks. I stayed up at the house, and which was a good thing because my parents' dog was terrified, jumped up and laid in my lap the whole time. It was adorable. But, dude, it... I started having bad thoughts, negative thoughts, started reverting back to old thinking, you know, wanted to drink a lot, uh, just, dude, everything fell apart, and I just realized, more than anything, and I, I this is the first time I've articulated this, I'm not strong enough to do it, you know what I mean? Like, none of us are. Like, I think that's what we do, is we trick ourselves. We get to a good spot and we stop doing the things that got us there in the first place because we start to lie to ourselves and convince ourselves, oh, we're, we're good now. I've done the work. I'm good now. I can get off the routine. I can stop doing that. I, I see this all the time. I used to see this all the time in the life insurance business, man. Somebody would come in. They'd explode. They'd have a great start. They'd build this big team. They'd work. They'd work. They'd work. They'd win a couple of awards, and then the whole thing would fall apart. And It was usually one of two things. Uh, either a complete and total lack of character and integrity, or they stop doing the things that got them there. They start to take their foot off the pedal, and the whole deal falls apart, right? So it's the same thing with your with your routines. Like, you start to improve your life. You get on with, on with the diet, the exercise, the spiritual side with your prayer, your reading, your meditation, you start working on your mind and reading books and podcasts, and then you get to a great place and things start going in the right direction. And what do people do? They self-sabotage. They stop. 
because they think they're good enough to do it without the routine, not realizing that the routine is what's making them successful. Like, I can't put gas and get one oil change in my car. Like, I can't just put gas in it once and just go forever. I can't just get one oil change and just go forever. You're going to melt your engine, right? That's what people do. They change their oil once, and they think, like, they, you know, they get on a diet, exercise, routine. They start reading the Bible and praying, and they do that for a couple of months. They start to feel better, and they start to see things change in their life, and then they stop. Oh, I'm good. I'm good now. I, I got it. I, I'm good. I could do this. You know, I can, I can have this drink. I can skip a couple days at the gym. Oh, I can eat that piece of pizza. It's all good. You don't realize that you're literally, like, dude, you can undo months of growth in a day. You can undo. I mean, think about it this way. Like, let's say you're an alcoholic, okay, and you stop drinking, and you're six months sober, and you decide to go out and have one drink, just one. Well, I think there's a saying that says one's not enough, and a, or one's too much, and a thousand's not enough. One's too much, and a thousand's not enough, right? So you go out, you say you're going to have one drink. You can control yourself now. You've been six months sober. You go out, you have one drink. That turns to two, turns to four, turns to eight, turns to 12, turns to 20. You're on your way home. You get a DUI. Get a DUI. Spend a couple nights in jail. You get out. You're stressed out. You're going to have to hire a lawyer. you got ten dollars to $15,000 in fees and costs. Maybe you had a DUI before. You're facing jail time. So what do you start doing? You start drinking more and more and more and more. And before you know it, you're right back to square one. You guys don't understand how one day of being off your game can mess you up. Like, I don't know, maybe normal people don't have to worry about this, but I feel like if you're kind of, like I said before at the beginning of this, if you're kind of messed up like me, if you're kind of messed up like me, dude, you've got to be 100% from the free throw line. You can't miss a single day, not one, not a single day. So the reason why I'm saying all this is I want to encourage you that if you're on the right path right now, you need to stick to it, like, and if you're going to travel, have a game plan. Like, now I know better. Now I'm going to have a game plan. I didn't plan. I didn't, well, what, what about, you know, we left at 2 a.m. the one day. I didn't, I didn't pray. I didn't read. You know what I mean? I, I had a little bit of a breakfast. I think I had Rice Krispie or something like that. It's like I, I, that one day, just that one morning. Well, I woke up at 2 a.m. That's a really good excuse. Well, you know, you can either have excuses or you can have results. Damn it. You can't have both. So, pardon the language. I'm trying to clean that up. But. You know, I just want to encourage you, man, you've got to stick to your game plan, no matter what. No matter what, you've got to stick to your game plan. All right, so that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. The second thing I wanted to talk about is it is easier now than ever to be great. It is easier now than ever to be great for two reasons. Number one, everybody is so painfully average, it's disgusting. And number two, the information on how to be successful is nearly everywhere, and it's accessible by everybody completely accessible by every single person on this planet. So, like, there's no excuse. There's, there's, there's no excuse for you to not be great. Like, I was sitting there looking around at the 4th of July parade in Mayville, New York, and granted, this is a small farm town, but I see this everywhere. Everywhere I go, you look around, and everybody is fat and sloppy. And, and, and here's the thing. Well, not all fat people are unsuccessful. You're right. I know some fat guys that are very successful. Here's the thing. They usually got successful first, and then they got fat. And I'll tell you what, being fat, to me, is an outward expression of something wrong inside of you. 
I'm not talking your organs, although that's, that's probably true as well. You're, you're destroying your body. You're destroying your organs. I'm talking, if you can't control, like, think about, think about it. You, the most basic thing you can do, the most basic thing you could do to demonstrate that you are a responsible human being is to take care of your literal body. Your body, it's you. It's so funny to me that people get out of shape. It's not funny. It's, it's ridiculous. It makes me furious. Because it's, it's like the one thing that you can control. Like you can't control most things in life. Most of life is out of our control. We can control a lot of it with our diet or, or with our discipline and our, and our habits. But you can't control most of life. You can't control other people. You can't control certain circumstances and outcomes. You can't control the world. You can't control the economy. You can't control whether the dollar is going to strengthen or weaken tomorrow. You can't control the price of gas. You can't control Russia. You can't control the president. You can't control the Senate. You can't, you can't control anything. But the one thing you can control, the one thing, is your body. The one thing. So that one thing, your body and your attitude, which those things are intertwined, in my opinion, the one thing that you have autonomy over, my body, my choice, how about you take that and instead of killing babies, apply it to diet and exercise, you fat heifer, you gross, and you ain't got to worry about guys, you know, ejaculating inside of you and leaving anyways. You're 300 pounds overweight. And if they do, that's just disgusting. Like, you, the one thing that you have true autonomy over, the one thing that you can control, your body, that everybody's out on the street screaming about in regards to infanticide, okay, take that attitude and apply it to diet and exercise. There is zero excuse to be fat. None. Zero. And it's a manifestation, it's an outward manifestation of an inward lack of discipline, self-accountability, self-management, and responsibility. That's, it's that simple. There's no excuse. The one thing you have complete control over, you can't even handle that. You know, and, and, and people want to be successful. How you handle the little things is how you handle the big things. And if you can't handle the little things like what you put in your mouth, you can't handle the big things. Like, I don't really trust fat people in business. I don't. You know, in fact, most of the people I've seen lack character in business are usually overweight or were previously overweight. It's interesting to me. Now, I'm not saying all fat people are bad. Listen, if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I'm never listening to this guy. Get him a little bit overweight. This dude's thrashing me. I'm not saying that because you're fat, you're a bad person. There are skinny people that are way worse than you. There are guys that go to the gym every single day and girls that go to gym at the gym every single day and are in fantastic shape and are inwardly twisted and sick and messed up. I'm not saying that by default, being in good shape makes you a good person. However, if you take an average... Most of the highly successful people that have really good character and good virtue are also in great shape, on average. 
I know some really great fat people. I also know some really terrible people that are in shape. But the averages suggest, because it's just, it's, it's common sense. If you can take care of yourself and you can be in good shape, you're probably going to be disciplined and take care of other areas of your life. It just, it makes sense. So back to what I was saying before is that now it's easier than ever to be great because I look around and everybody's got this outward manifestation of inward averageness. You know, 73% of the United States is overweight. 40% is obese. Like now more than ever, and again, I'm not saying that it all has to do with how you look on the outside, but it has a lot to do with that. So I look around, and now more than ever, it's easy to separate yourself from the crowd. Like everywhere my wife and I went, like people recognized us. Small town, but people recognized us. Everywhere we went, people were curious. If they didn't know who I was, which most people back home do, but if they didn't know who I was, they wanted to know. They wanted to come up and introduce them. For what other reason other than we just looked different? I didn't even have the Maz. We had the SUV back home. You know what I'm saying? It was like you just stand out. I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just telling you the facts. So it's like you got to – that's the first thing you could do to make yourself stand out. It's not hard to stand out now. And here's the thing. I guarantee you that all of those people – all their bank accounts, all their finances, everything about those people is probably messed up. So, again, I'm not trying to be a classist. I'm not talking down on peasants right now or calling people peasants, which I guess I just did. But what I am saying, however, it's not hard to separate yourself from the pack. And how do you separate yourself from the pack is that second thing that I mentioned. Information is everywhere. Information is everywhere now. Now, how to make money is everywhere. It's nuts to me. Like, if anything, get a real estate license, get a life insurance license. Go get your life and health license and get into life insurance. I'm not even, like, I'm peripherally involved with that industry. I'm not even in life insurance sales anymore. It benefits me zero telling you to do this. Go learn how to sell. I don't care. Go sell solar panels. Go sell something. Because you're going to learn the skills necessary to be successful in life and sales. Sales will teach you everything you need to know. It's going to teach you mindset. It's going to teach you grit. It's going to teach you perseverance. It's going to teach you how to talk to people. It's going to teach you everything that you know because everything in life is a sale. It's going to teach you everything that you know, need to know to be successful. So you got to go learn how to sell. And then after that, you can do whatever you want. Learn how to learn drop shipping, learn Amazon, learn real estate, learn this, learn that. Like learn, dude, I'm telling you, there's so much information out there. Like, I was able to leave the life insurance industry, and within six months or less, within 30, 30, three months, within three months, we created a business that's going to do a million dollars in its first year. That's nuts. That doesn't happen. You know how that happens? Ten years of being in the life insurance business and being in sales and learning how to sell, learning how to train sales, and then learning how to lead salespeople. If you could do those three things, see, learning how to sell is step number one. That's, that's, that's. That, that'll make you, I think if you know how to sell, you can make a half a million dollars a year. Half a million dollars a year. If you can learn how to teach sales and sell, that'll make you over a million dollars a year. Now, if you can learn how to sell, teach sales, and then lead salespeople and lead trainers of salespeople, that, that's unlimited. That's, that's when your income cap pops right off the top. You can do whatever you want. So 
you, it's just the main thing is you got to get up off your ass, and I love this guy now, Andrew Tate. Look up Andrew Tate. I believe this guy is the real deal. I've listened to countless hours of his material. He repeats himself a lot, but that's because his core concepts don't change. Like, I feel like I repeat myself a lot. It's because the principles of success don't change. If somebody's getting too fancy with something, it probably ain't true what they're saying. Like, really listen to what I have to say. If somebody always has a new new content or they're constantly switching things up, it's what they're saying to you isn't true. So you look this guy up. I can't remember why I brought him up. But you look this guy up, and it's like, you just listen to Andrew Tate, dude. Andrew Tate's been on a, there's this one, it's called the CEO cast. I think is what the podcast is called. It's like him and this like Indian looking dude. The CEO cast, I believe, with Andrew Tate. If It's an hour and 40 minutes, and if you're going to spend an hour and 40 minutes listening to anything, listen to that one. Because this dude's brilliant. This dude's brilliant. And he has this thing called Hustlers University that everybody else calls a scam. It's so funny. You should hear his thoughts on that. But I actually enrolled in this, and I was reading through it yesterday. Dude's got some good stuff. The reason why I'm bringing this up is there's you do Grant Cardone, do Andrew Tate's Hustlers University, do one of these guys. Like, people think these courseworks, you know, these courses are BS, and some of them might be, but at least go get the information. Like, read, study, learn, listen. Like, dude, the information is everywhere. It is not hard to separate yourself from the pack anymore. There is money everywhere. There's money everywhere. If you don't believe me that money's anywhere, go out in public anywhere. Anywhere in public, and what are people doing? You don't even realize this, do you? Because it's so automatic, it's just so ingrained in you, it just happens constantly. When you go out in public anywhere, go to the gas station, what are people doing? Go to the store, what are people doing? Go to the park, if there's a, a, a taco truck, what are people doing? Go anywhere. Go to the amusement park, go here, go here. What are people doing? They're spending their money. So you see this money flying around you all over the place, and you ain't got any. You know why? Because you're fat, you're lazy, and you're uneducated. And I don't mean educated in terms of a degree. I mean uneducated in terms of self-education. You've got to go out and get yourself educated ASAP. Money's everywhere. And if you're in an industry, if you're like, well, Mike, I'm not fat, and I'm in the life insurance business. Well, Mike, I'm not fat, I'm in real estate. Well, Mike, I'm not fat, I'm, I, I do drop shipping. Or, oh, Mike, I'm not fat, I'm in marketing. Great, just keep working. Just keep working. You ain't got to change anything. See, that's the thing. A lot of people try to get too fancy. They try to get way too fancy. Like, keep building those critical skills. Again, learn how to sell, train sales, and lead salespeople. It's game over. Game over. So if you're in an industry that allows you to do those three things, don't try to get fancy and change things up. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. You're going to be just fine. Just don't quit. That's the worst thing you can do. And if you're listening to me right now and you're in the life insurance business, you're in real estate, you're in some sort of sales, and you quit, you ain't got it. You're never going to be successful. You won't be successful. You won't be successful ever in a million years. You know, because once a quitter, always a quitter. People that quit, there's something that, like, it is not even remotely even close to being even a fractional part of my DNA to quit anything. When I set my mind to something, I've started something very briefly and said, oh, you know what, this really isn't for me, like a day or like five minutes of something. I'm like, eh really am I. Like, I've done that with plenty of books. Like, I read the first, you know, I'll skip through a book. I'm like, I gotta say for me. But if you're in it and you quit because something's hard, you ain't got it. You ain't got it. So, I'm at the gym now. Hopefully this helps. I love you guys. Let's get it. Stick to your routines and go make some money.